It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show, Zoom is returning staff to the office. Next up, BP's making an electric car. Australia's Minister of Ministry administers the administration of ministers. Error 404, Galaxy Not Found. Italian man dies of the way that he lived, covered in cheese. And Florida will only teach students parts of Shakespeare's plays as officials feel it's a little too sexy. Hmm. Up next, a statewide don't say the Scottish play law. Uh, the only play still allowed in full, Taming of the True, as I call her, Crooked Hillary. Okay. The change comes after GOP officials mistakenly believed iambic pentameter to be a gay sex position. Oh, yeah. You gotta put it right in that sonnet. Yeah. Uh, oh. They're so dumb. I hate them. They're so dumb. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> Shakespeare, really? Too sexy? Well, you know, there's a lot of innuendo. Yeah, there's a lot of innuendo. Look, that's part of it. As a person who has directed high school students in Shakespeare plays, they don't even know what they're saying with the regular parts, much less the 1500s slang words. Yeah. You can tell. Every time you go to a Shakespeare play at a high school, they don't know what they're saying. No. They're just speaking words. Yeah. And gesturing. And using their Shakespeare voice. <laughs> I, if I ever did a live Shakespeare play, mm -hmm. I would just watch a good actor do it and then try to just do an impression <laughs> of Patrick Stewart as as whoever when we when we did it with our community theater we spent a lot of time making sure everyone understood what they were saying mm -hmm. and that helped yeah and and we would beat them with sticks anytime they used shakespeare voice <laughs> said absolutely not put it away put it away <laughs> also if they forgot their lines they had to use the script of shame oh yeah uh it was a leather bound every shakespeare play book that's oh. you know like 16 inches thick yeah and they'd have to hold it and read their lines out of it oh yeah i there are several reasons why i'm not doing theater right now um but one of them is i don't know if i could memorize i don't know if i can memorize lines ah you can do it <laughs> probably would you stop gesturing with your right hand Sorry. you're gonna spill your drink again <laughs> only just to it with my left hand <laughs> i'm gonna spill my drink it's danger i need like a i need like a drink clamp a sippy cup a, a clamps on clamps to the table doesn't magnetic maybe yeah with like one of those uh electromagnets that really really holds it down yeah and with a really long silly straw actually just have it up on your head like uh the two beers thing with the straw coming down maybe that yeah it's like Except a for it's sangria it's a built-in cup that's attached to the table and i just have very wild straws <laughs> so i can't knock it over you just have to like hmm. every time you take a drink you're like give me a minute you got to wait for the <laughs> exactly yeah. how's your week and well i've done literally nothing okay so i am house sitting for uh, oh. some friends and it's cool mm -hmm. um their dogs are fun and my dog is not my dog is 16 the other one's dead the other, my other dog that I used she to is, have. She is 16 going on 17? Yes. Actually, Actually I'm, I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, 180 in dog years, I think. Uh -huh. No, these dogs are, are good. Um, the one is huge. She's just this giant dog. Her legs are so long, she looks like a horse. Mm. And um, she is rowdy, too. Mm. And I am not ready to get rowdy mm -hmm. at 730 in the morning. 
and she's just ready to go. Um, but it's it's been fine. We've been working it out. Nice. And uh, I don't know what else to say. That's all you've done. All right, so they they said um, to eat their food. They said, "What do you want?" First of all, they said, "What do you want us to get you?" Right? Oh, okay. They and, stocked um, the kitchen. For they you. stocked the kitchen. I all I wanted, I said, was Oreos. Mm. And then whatever you've got, original, I'll just double eat. stuff. The stupid filling ones. Original Oreos. Stuff only. <laughs> That's just the cream. <laughs> and so there were Oreos there. They already had them, so they didn't have to buy them for me. But I, <laughs> the more food I'm eating of theirs, the more I'm thinking, I should. They should probably bill me. I'm eating a lot of their food. <laughs> You're just gonna eat everything in the moment. Be yeah. like a plague of locusts has uh, <laughs> descended on their house. Yeah, because I well, they've got food in their house that I don't buy because I eat it so. Mm. I eat so much of it, like a bag of Doritos mm. or um, pizza rolls or um, salami. I don't buy salami because I eat so much and <laughs> just gobble that salami down like it's nothing. You should buy this expensive salami where they only give you like, you know, eight slices of it because yeah. it's so expensive and then, then you won't. You know, that is the thing with salami. They give you a lot of slices. They I'm, do. I would never eat like a salami sandwich with one piece of salami in there. There's always like five or eight. I, that's, I would never put salami on a sandwich. What? How do you eat your salami? <laughs> So I I eat my salami. Mm-hmm. It's, I like it very thin. Okay. Uh, and then I take a Ritz cracker. Okay. And put a little bit of cream cheese on it. Yeah. And then a bit of that salami. That sounds great. It's delicious. I cream cheese just directly on the salami and fold it in half. I eat it like that. It's I like so the good. I like the crunchy butteriness of the Ritz. It yeah. Gives it a little. Hmm. Have you tried the uh, whole wheat Ritz? I have not. No, I didn't even know they did that. They're fine. They are not terrible. It's not dry like you would think. Does I mean, you don't just eat Ritz, though, right? I do. You just eat plain Ritz? Uh, Well, no, I dip it in things where I put things on it. Like peanut butter or cheese or never thought salami, but if I had salami. Putin? (laughs) How was your week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, next week is the last week of vacation. Then it's back to work. So we were trying to plan a last minute trip okay yeah um and we were kind of holding off because i've been looking for new work okay and i was like you know if if i have an interview it's probably going to be that week sure yeah and i had an interview oh great and i was informed that i would be getting an offer oh nice i was like all right well not as much of a concern also there's nothing out there yeah like not great so I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's just let's plan something. Uh, my wife got the work time off. Uh, we started planning some things. I was like, OK, um, actually made solid plans last night. OK, solid plans, solid, like purchased things. Oh, wow. Um, for a couple of days, we're going to stop in New York. We're going to see a couple shows. Cool. Um, With your uh, youngest daughter. Yes. Great. And so purchased those tickets. So I got those booked for the end of next week. That'll be good. Uh, hadn't put done any, haven't done any, um, hotels yet. Mm-hmm. Still trying to figure out, you know, when we want, where we want to go, how we want to do it. But, you know, I've got like a basic idea of what I want to do. Right. Um, and you're driving this whole way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So got an email this morning 
about my interview. Mm-hmm. So uh, was informed that the person who was quitting is now being wishy-washy about quitting. What? And is wanting to stay now. You can't wishy-wash quitting. Well, apparently you can wishy-wash quitting. Uh, and so they're trying to figure out what's going on and wanted to let me know that they had recommended to HR that they hire me. Okay. Uh, but have to figure this out so they'll get in touch once they know what's going on. Oh, okay. Which well, this you shouldn't you should not be able great. to retract once you put in an like a, a two week notice or whatever yeah. notice. You've no, you put in notice. You've you're, quit. You've, you've resigned. You're gone. Yes. So that does not look promising. B- because what happened to them? Did they get an offer and then their offer fell through? Who knows? And or how maybe ex- how far does this offer chain go? Like mm-hmm. someone like seventy people away had an offer and their offer fell through, and so it's like, or were they just back like you? quitting? And being like, oh, well, I'm just going to quit. Now I'm sure I'll find something. And then, you know, we're in the middle of August now and didn't find anything. So, oh. Oh, no, I no, I said I was looking. I didn't say I quit. Mm. Like, so that's not great. They're going to they're going to what's going to happen is they're going to quit mid year and really put the probably whatever they're doing in the probably. lurch. Uh, so that's not great. Um, then got an email this afternoon about five o'clock mm-hmm. for an interview at a local district. Oh, great. Uh, except it's next week. Oh, so you have to. Oh, well. So that's great. <laughs> it's great, but it's not great. So it's good. It's not the best. Yes. So I picked a time. He said, hey, this time will work. But is there any possibility of like virtual or um, maybe anything this week that mm-hmm. I could get instead? If not, the state is fine. I can do that. No problem. Yeah. But just thought I'd ask. So waiting to hear back on that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So basically I can't do any more planning on this trip that we're supposed to leave for in like three days. Oh. uh, Until I know the status because we may not be able to go until like Wednesday, which means the whole first half of the trip can't even do. And we've already bought theater tickets, so we've got to go to New York, which was like the part I didn't really care much about. Right. Um. Because I dealing with all the people and yeah, New York and hotels and yeah, transportation. Just don't want to. The smell of New York City in the summer. Oh, it's horrible. It's bad. It's very bad. <laughs> you walk over those grates in the winter and it's pretty bad. But yeah. in the summer, Ugh. I don't like. I don't like when the subway comes in and you get that gush of air. I mm-hmm. never breathe that air in because I'm sure there's there's so much particulate matter in that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's not the funnest. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. But hopefully, hopefully I'll get a job. <laughs> if you get a job yeah. out of it, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If I don't get a job out of it, then I'm just going to be pissed. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Could have spent my time relaxing in a national park somewhere. Yeah. Instead, I to smell piss subway air. You could go to a metro park. It's not the same. Lake Huron. Or no, I mean... Uh, the Huron River. We have no mountains. We have no hills. We got mountains. We don't have mountains. In the UP. No, we don't. The porkies? The hills. The porcupines. The hills. They're alive. With the sound of piss subway air. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been stupid. Okay. Well, that sounds like everything is up in the air. It is. I love that. That's my favorite thing. Don't you love uncertainty? It's my absolute, uh, my life. It's It's what I long for. 
Yeah. That's what I always wanted. Here's something else that's uncertain. Mm -hmm. By the time we podcast next, Mm -hmm. I may be 40 years old. But we may have time to do another episode before then. That's true. So my birthday is toward the end of this month. Yeah. I'm pushing 40 so hard, it's I'm almost toppling over. Ah, I'm on the other side. It's no big yeah. deal. Really? Yeah. It's only a big deal when you start thinking about like twice your age. Yeah, twice like my when age. You're, when you're like 20 or 18, you're like, ooh. Yeah. Twice my age is like 36. But now twice my age is like almost 90. Yeah. That's a little like, ooh. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, well, I've probably passed the middle point. I'm having a hard time reading things if the light isn't bright enough. Mm. Yeah, I have, to one, my, I have to get my glasses sometimes. One time, of, quite a few years ago, we were at a Chili's, mm. and it was with my uh, my ex-wife's grandparents, and it was so dark. First of all, they yelled at the server. Well, I wouldn't say yelled, but they were they were vocal about it being too dark in the restaurant. Mm, so they actually mm. turned the lights up in the restaurant <laughs> and that wasn't bright enough. And so people had their like phone flashlights out and were like trying to look at the menu cause they couldn't see it. <laughs> it's, it's almost me pretty much. <laughs> I couldn't, I was trying to look at, I had my headphones off. I was trying to see which one was right and which one was left. And I couldn't bounce the light off of the headphones yeah. well enough to see the R or the L. We are still behind the great wall of books. This is not blaming you. This is blaming my own eyeballs because young Jeff could have seen that just fine. Actually, Jeff, when we first started podcasting, could have seen that just fine. You know, I forgot to mention. Yeah. Uh, like, Well, no, I didn't get to mention because we last week was our first podcast since the middle of July. Oh, yeah. And I forgot that we passed our five-year birthday. Oh, we did. Yep. Okay. Right at the end of uh, like 23rd or something of July. Okay. We did our last episode on the 13th and then the one a few days ago. So, yeah. Happy birthday to the pod. So, we've been podcasting an eighth of my life. <laughs> yeah. Does that math work out? I think uh, so. Yeah. Five times eight is four. Five, Actually, yeah. more than an eighth of your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not yet 40. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly more than an eighth. They're doing a revival on Broadway of the uh, the the Monty Python uh, what's the what's it? Spamalot. Oh, they're doing Spamalot yeah. again. Great. Sorry, you said something and it triggered in my yeah. head. I am not yet dead. I am not yet dead. Yeah, that's you can sing. <laughs> it was a great show. One of my favorite shows of all time. It's very good. Yeah, I would have loved to see the original cast. Yeah, but you know, never yeah. will be. No, the the revival cast. I don't know any of them. It's like, these are all no ones. Yet. <laughs> Should have gotten someone good, like, I don't know, Neil Patrick Harris or something. Sure. They, they don't have any stars. No, none at all. Not even Clay Aiken. No. <laughs> uh, he did fine. Yeah, no, he did, he did fine. Yeah. Do you remember when Kathy Griffin had this whole thing about Clay Aiken being gay? Uh, I never and liked her. She just bothered me. Me so. either. Same. And I, I didn't like that the message. I, I, and then he was gay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, obviously be- believe but... women. Okay. So I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're gay, you can tell us, uh, <laughs> at the hour pod at gmail.com. Uh, and if you're Kathy Griffin, don't uh, like us at facebook.com slash the hour pod. But if you're not her, feel free to, to do that. Yeah. It, if, if Clay Aiken is gay, and if he was not gay, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. But it's not anyone else's job to tell anyone if Clay Aiken is gay. 
or not. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. This is like, this is weird, and, and I have participated in it too. Are they or aren't they gay? Um, like, you know, people that you work with, like, oh, you know, I've never seen him date a woman. Like, mm-hmm. like what's his deal? There's this one guy I used to work with at Apple that he's big. He's like a muscular guy, like very, like, objectively attractive man. And all the gay men in the store are like, oh, he's got to be gay. He's got to be gay. He doesn't flirt with any of the women. He's never hooked up with any of the girls in the store. Like, he's got to be gay. I'm like, he's this, a real Alan. The same. He's a real Alan. Yeah. He's the same. It, the same could be said for all the arguments for he's straight. He's um, never hooked up with any of the gay guys in the store. That's true. Right? Does Just, he flirt with them? No. Well, no. All right, then. So, you know. Well, people are people gossipy be. bitches and they, they want to yeah. chit-chat. Yeah. It's they not want our something job to juicy to talk about. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything social is not our job. <laughs> but we do it anyway. Yeah, it's fun. I I really enjoy drama that I'm not a part of. That doesn't involve me. This is why I watch TV. I've been watching The Yellow Jackets. I mentioned that a yeah, couple days yeah, ago yeah. on the show. Yeah, it's very good. I finished season two. It's very good. Nice. It's we good uh, only murders in the ba- uh, only murders in the building. Yeah, came back yesterday. Okay, so watch those. Yeah, start watching Star Trek. Uh, which one? The Strange New Worlds. Okay. So I'm, I'm behind on that, but yes. I way am. behind. Way behind. The season's almost over. You could just binge the whole season at this I point. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, watch the Jack Ryan series on Amazon. Yeah, how was that? That's good. It's the final season, so they okay. finished that up. There's only six episodes. We binged that in like three days. I've never seen any of those. Any of the movies or shows or anything. I, I, I would avoid the movies. They're not great. Okay. And this is Tom Clancy, the stuff, right? Yeah, it's Spy the, stuff? It's the character, but yeah, he works for the CIA and always gets himself into some sort of trouble <laughs> and manages to save the world in the process. That's neat. Yeah. What did, yeah. What did they bring in 24 back? <laughs> oh, man. What, that came out like just pre 9 11, right? I think that was so. like yeah, right sure. before. And that then, was... then afterwards, that probably is what sustained it as long as it did because everyone was in a, they're going to kill us yeah. kind of mindset. That was so, prime, uh, like, scared of terrorism yeah. time for TV and movies. So he uh, was at uh, Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. right? Uh, he had a show on ABC where he unexpectedly becomes president due to a terrorist attack. Oh, yeah. Basically, there's like a State of the Union address and he's the designated survivor that has to go sit in the bunker. And then someone blows up the Capitol. And oh. so suddenly he's president, Yeah, which is actually a storyline in the Jack Ryan books. OK. Uh, actually, actually, a guy crashes a plane into the Capitol. Oh, this was pre 9-11. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I think I heard about this because it was so similar. Kills everyone. And so Jack Ryan becomes president. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but then ABC killed it and then Netflix bought it and did one season. And then all, like the st- cast was like, pay us more. And they're like, fuck off. And so then they killed it. I just heard that um, um, that for The Office, Steve Carell did mm-hmm. not want to leave The Office but he couldn't get in contact with the executives at NBC and his people couldn't get in contact. Like they didn't ever like return his offer. Like mm-hmm. he wanted to, to resign and they just never got back to him. And so he didn't. Huh. And that's why he didn't, he left the show. Maybe they didn't want to pay him. It was, I heard this. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to pay him as much as he wanted, but I heard it on the internet. So who knows yeah. if it's true? Well, you know, Hollywood executives being shitbags seems on brand. So believable. Yeah. I saw a thing, I don't know if it's true either, on the internet, where they were talking about, like, Disney Channel shows, mm-hmm. how they would change their names, like, 
Hannah Montana, and then it was like Hannah Montana Live, or I don't know, something like that, right? Yeah. It's like the same show, but like slightly different. And apparently they're claiming that uh, that had to do with payment. The first three years of a show, like the contract said that they only got like 88% of full pay on the idea that it might become popular. But when they rename it, it's now a new show. And so it's in that first three years again. So they'd never have to pay even though it's the same show interesting it's not yeah it's like in uh star trek voyager the tom paris character the same actor played a guy in the next generation that's true and they i think they had planned on having him be that character Mm -hmm. but they didn't want to pay the writer to the original show i guess Mm -hmm. every every time this tom paris character Mm -hmm. appeared on screen so they just said well we'll just rename him use the same actor and he's pretty much the same character but different name I guess the writer was a real pleasant fellow. <laughs> Good one. Fuck Tom Paris. <laughs> Who are you, Bolana? <laughs> Updates. Oh. Hooray. In episode 222, I do starts at conception. Uh, we asked what was up with the Frasier reboot. We're yeah. like, what's going on? Right. Uh, well, there's still nothing officially announced, though Kelsey Grammer teased on a on a radio interview in May that a release was looking like October-ish. Okay. And that filming did wrap up in May. So apparently it's filmed and out there. I've heard that it's been filmed. I've heard that people have gone and it's in a live studio audience and they've mm-hmm. seen it. So I so the, the article I read said, well, it could be a good thing right now because you know the writer's strike this was already out there i bet they're so delaying they and but, spreading out a lot of their content right now well i could see them delaying so that they don't get the pay for it because it's never aired oh interesting so okay. i could see them going like oh yeah we're just gonna sit on that into for a while oh, to, do they not pay them and i guess they pay them based on views and stuff sometimes yeah like residuals and mm-hmm. popularity and just shit maybe that's more uh movies though because you have the box office take and all that yeah uh so yeah that that is the update that I found about the Frasier reboot. Good. Uh, we also did a story about minor marriage. Mm. So here in Michigan, we did the story that uh, people under eighteen could get married uh, as young as sixteen with parental permission. Yeah. Ninety-five uh, percent of those marriages are young girls, older boys. Yuck. Or men. You know, gross old men. Right. Doing shitty things. Well. Update on that. On July 11th, Governor Whitmer signed into law a ban on child marriage. The new age is 18. Good. So, huzzah. We, you, you even asked me uh, when in, way back in November, like, what should the Democrats do when they're in office? And I was like, that's what they should do. Get rid of the fucking child marriage thing. So and they did it. They did it. I just saw a thing. Uh, I think us, Michigan and Wisconsin, both have majority Democrat mm-hmm. legislatures now. And the... They were talking about like all the states that could possibly flip their legislatures this um, this coming election mm-hmm. are looking to us, Michigan and Wisconsin, I think is the other state, um, for what to do because we've done such a great job of mm-hmm. just, getting, move, just getting stuff done yep. that has been held up for decades because these mm-hmm. fuckers. Yep. So good job, guys. Yeah. Uh, also, update. Yes. Uh, we last week in episode 246, you could blow out Rind. Uh, we were talking about sharks eating drugs. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, of course Tam- you are. Tampa Mayor Jane Castro uh, helped reel in 70 pounds of cocaine while she was on a fishing trip. Oh. So, reeled it in. 
uh, at, out the of the keys. Florida Keys, right? Yeah, down in what the Keys. Was, what, was the, what was she doing in the Florida Keys? <laughs> she She's way up in Tampa. Fishing for cocaine. Apparently. She, tried, she wanted to fight a cocaine shark. <laughs> All she kept finding were hammerheads. She was like, I don't need alcoholics. I need... <laughs> they turned into jackhammer heads if they, they got too much coke in their systems. Just jack. They, um, the water was so hot, though, I wonder if that affected the quality of the cocaine. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you don't want hot cocaine. And then what did they do with it? What? Did they pull it out of the water? Then what? Uh, Pour it back in the water? They, they put the lines up for the sharks. <laughs> they can come through. It's hard to get your fin on it. Yeah. Really. <laughs> they just snorted off each other's dorsal fin, so I think. cocaine for sharks kind of like Nestle Quick for us? Right? So like scoop it into the seawater and stir it up yeah but if you don't stir it all the way you get that that real little pocket of dry powder yeah you don't want little, that in your little fin. pop at yeah. you no it'll be bad it's stuck in your uh, gills yeah uh corrections oh in episode 222 i stu- i do starts at conception uh we weren't sure when disney bought abc and apparently they announced the merger on july 31st 1995 and it was completed on february 9th 1996 okay which is earlier than i thought me too. I I was not expecting Alanis Morissette heyday to be, but also later, time. given the ABC Disney Sunday Night movie that they would do, going all the way back in like the eighties and stuff. Yeah, they probably just had a little deal or something going. Yeah, led to the so ABC used to be part of NBC. There were two NBC networks. I think it was like NBC Red and NBC Blue, mm-hmm. and then they spun off the NBC I think Blue, and it became ABC. That is weird, wild stuff. I, I did not know that. Going way back to like the 30s no, when TV wow. first came out. Uh, and in, when it first, like New York first started broadcasting television, they had like two hours of content per week. Yeah. So the rest of the time, it was just nothing on. I just heard uh, at some point the there was some sort of phenomenon with, I don't know, sunspots, whatever bullshit. That way back in, I think, the 30s or 40s, a BBC broadcast was actually broadcast in New York City because the signal bounced off of something and reached mm-hmm. New Some York swamp City. gas. And, yeah. Yeah. It was probably the aliens. Yeah. Uh, and we have an update from our apparently new fact checker, Jason. Yeah. Oh, did, did, he, uh, did he agree? He sent us in. He did sent we, us in a... Did we ask? Did we request this from him officially? So or? we discussed it on the pod. <laughs> And and said, you know, oh, maybe we can have, because we know he's a very loyal listener, because we were yeah. talking about how he listened to all the shows. Yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, we should have him do it. He's a good listener. And uh, he sent a thing into us with a little uh, emoji of a guy saluting. Oh, okay. Uh, and so we were talking in last week's episode about Easy Cheese versus Cheese Whiz. Right. And so I thought that Cheese Whiz was spray cheese as well as uh-huh. Easy Cheese. And it is not. Cheese uh, Whiz is not spray cheese. They are not the same thing. Uh, so Easy Cheese... Uh, well, also known as aerosolized cheese, even though there's no aerosol in it, uh-huh. uh, is different than Cheese Whiz. There are many similarities in that they are both cheese-like products, mm-hmm. um, but they are definitely not the same. Uh, and he sent us a great little uh, article here with the the differences between Easy Cheese and Cheese Whiz. Did he write this article? He did not. No, this pe- was already out there. So people have already been already been discussing Cheese Whiz versus Easy Cheese. Oh, crap. I was trying to... Not Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> no, not Wiz Khalifa. Definitely not. Um, where? No. There we go. Sorry. I was trying to pull it up on the one so you can see it, too. Oh, okay. Thank you. Because it was on a screen that only I could see. And that's right. Just, uh, so... 
do 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 sorry it's 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 loading it's doing the thing where the the pictures um the ads are loading first yeah i hate that so all right so uh what's the difference between easy cheese and cheese whiz uh, they're often mistaken for one another as the two products of processed cheese. Uh, however, they are very different. Uh, they're different brands and lots of distinctions. One, packaging. Uh, the main difference between Easy Cheese and Cheese Whiz is that Easy Cheese is packaged in a spray can with a spritzer. And Cheese Whiz, on the other hand, comes in a glass jar. I had no idea Cheese Whiz came in a glass jar. I don't. So in that case, I don't know if I've ever had Cheese Whiz then. Uh, the color. Uh, yeah. Easy Cheese is like orange. Whereas cheese whiz is more of a yellowish butter-like color. Okay. Uh, the taste, uh, easy cheese is made to imitate the taste of American cheese. Cheese whiz on the other hand resembles the taste of uh, Swiss cheese with a bit of saltiness and tanginess. Okay. So, uh, its uses, uh, you know, one is that the cheese whiz is more of a melty, like almost like a nacho cheese sauce. Yeah. Like you get at a diner. Whereas easy cheese, it's like a spray. So it's a nacho cheese sauce then? Is that what cheese whiz is? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, maybe not maybe not spicy. <laughs> uh spreadable cheese whiz was created in England. Okay, so not spicy. <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh aerosolized cheese is an American invention. Okay. So uh, as we said before, the, the easy cheese, the way you use it is like you spray it on a cracker or you can spread it. Uh, whereas cheese whiz, you have to like dip or, you know, you can spoon it out. Okay. Kind of thing. So it's much more smoothie kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, also it's, uh, easy cheese uses a nitrogen gas and a spray nozzle. So you can just wherever. And, uh, cheese whiz is, uh, in a jar and you, you use a spoon. This is uh, so, more in depth than I could have ever hoped. Yeah, so it's okay. There we go. There's a picture. So this is cheese whiz. Okay. So in the glass, that's homemade jar. cheese whiz. That, I mean, yes, that's homemade. Cheese Who's whiz. making cheese whiz at home? <laughs> Who's like, I wish I had fake flavored cheese. <laughs> that's what I really, really want. Uh, you, whereas easy cheese comes in, you know, the canisters here. You know, you know what I want. And since I'm 40, I don't care about any of this. I want easy whiz. That's what I want. Easy I want whiz. To be able to pee easily. <laughs> you got problems? You got blockages there? I got no, no, it's fine. Yeah, get a your, joke. Got to get a prostate check. Got to get well. I do that myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're very bendy. Yeah. So yes, thank you to our fact checker on this episode, Jason, for uh, giving us that very in-depth information and uh, enlightening you on the difference between well, cheese whiz and easy cheese. Always think about canned. Cheese. When I think I about think, Jason uh, now, I think they said cheese whiz uh, is craft, whereas easy cheese is like Nabisco or something. I don't know. I think they're okay. all owned by the same company, though. It's, it's like four companies that own everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, great, <sighs> good. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Not you. No, the other one. Other Jason. Yeah. Our fact-checking intern. <laughs> don't call him an intern. <laughs> Our FCI. We're if he's an intern, we're also both interns. This is an unpaid position for we're, all of us. But we're head interns. We're talent interns. All right. And just, he's a research intern. Just leave me some cheese whiz in my trailer and I'll test it out. <laughs> you don't have a trailer? We're interns. No, it's the trailer park. Oh, oh the trailer park. Yeah, this is an unpaid position, you say. Yeah. Well, he's doing it virtually, so okay. it's, it's great. Okay. Don't, we should make him come into the office twice a week. <laughs> yeah, this is a hybrid position now. Yeah, we got the computer right here. He can come in and you know do the research on the, mm-hmm. the computer. I'll have to come down and unlock it, though, because 
never does it with the watch like it says it's you have to. to like give him permission to use your watch so you can yeah. bring the watch down and unlock it we should have a zoom though so that he can let us know what he finds oh yeah good idea yeah. speaking of zoom oh uh the company whose name becomes synonymous with remote work is joining the growing return to office trend fucking stupid fuck zoom fuck return to office fuck return to office teachers have to be in school agreed students have to be in school agreed you do not software developers project managers do not need to be in work when all of your meetings are zoom because you have people all over the country you don't need to go to work literally before i left the office before covid all of even though my coworkers were right there we had so many people that were overseas anyway we were just on teams because you can't go into a room and do a like group of people in one room on a whatever because like you need to be able to hear it and you know people have to talk you can't be like let me turn my computer around because then you're gonna get echo and like it's well right before we left the office they had just come out with these big touch screen really big screens they were like probably 50 inch screens that were just for like video meetings Mm -hmm. um sorry i just I just herbed a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> Thinking about coming back to the office, damn it. It's making you sick. Sick and tired. And they were they were good. And they, you know, you'd connect or whatever. You, you could know, share your screen and Honestly, the drive through people at like McDonald's, they don't even need to come to work. Surely no. they can do that through, you know, Zoom or whatever. They're, yeah, I think some of them are are some companies are doing it, but There's, I don't think a lot of them are. Like a McDonald's call center where all the we're like, yeah, yeah. What, what can I get you? I do know that we tried to order, this is a couple years ago, we tried to order food from the local Pizza Hut down in Lebanon, Ohio, mm-hmm. and um, someone answered from a call center. That's crazy. And my dad gave her such a hard time. I felt so bad. Because she said, uh, we're out of mushrooms. And he goes, um, are you in the store? Because she had an accent, so he just assumed it was a call center. And she was like, no, I'm at a call center. And he goes... How the hell how the hell you know you're out of mushrooms if you're in the store? <laughs> because surely they can say we're out of mushrooms. Yeah, I'm sure they have a computer and they're just like, no yeah. mushrooms. Well, apparently this store had been ravaged um earlier in the day because there was a county fair. By mushroom right next lovers. Door. There was a county fair right next door. Okay. And so they, they had just been murdered all day with pizza orders and they were all the store we got this the store was an absolute disaster you could tell they just all been through it <laughs> the people's hair was all messed up <laughs> their uniforms were all dirty i felt really bad too many um, people going through the oofit y- yeah but when um there was like a little board that like had like your name you know and my dad gave the lady her name i know he was such a jerk she misspelled it on purpose she called him jams <laughs> jams jams his, hey, name Jams. Is, his name's Jim. She called him Jams. <laughs> and like misspelled the last name too. It was really funny. Jam Jams. <laughs> this is Jam Jams Pizza. How you know you ain't got mushrooms if you ain't there? <laughs> uh, so anyway, Zoom, the, back to Zoom, the video conferencing pioneer is asking employees who live within a 50 mile radius of its offices to work on site two days a week. 50 miles? Ew. Fuck off. If I had gotten a job at Zoom three, two years ago, whatever, when they were doing their most of their hiring, I wouldn't have thought I'd need to live near the office. No. So what if you're 49 miles out? You're fucked, right? Yeah. They're like, fuck you. Yeah. You're you're in the you're in the bubble. Yeah, I've I've heard um, rumblings online that this is just a way Zoom is not. They they've hit their plateau 
and mm-hmm. you know teams is fine slack is good you know mm-hmm. uh, not a lot of not a lot of growth in zoom anymore i didn't enjoy slack yeah i used it when great. i volunteered for uh like text banking and campaign stuff and i'm yeah. like this is messy and annoying i don't i don't like this yeah slack i think is more for like software developers <sighs> like tech people but anyway um the the rumor is that like they want to cut their workforce but this is a way of cutting the workforce without actually saying we're cutting our workforce well people can be like hey, yeah fuck I'm not coming back. i, I fuck quit you. yeah yeah so just kind of push them out the door exactly quiet firing instead yeah. of quiet quitting the company said a structured hybrid approach meaning employees that live near an office need to be on site two days a week to interact with their teams is most effective for zoom Zoom CEO Eric Yuan fielded questions from employees unhappy with a new policy during a Zoom meeting last week. Oh, really? What a Not surprise. in person? Not in person. Zoom meeting. I mean, doesn't that kind of undercut the, the usefulness of your product to begin with? Yes. Like, we made this so you can all connect and work, blah, blah, blah. but you all have to come in. Yeah. Like, what? Well, your product's not good enough? So I should bring my people back to work and cut my Zoom contract? Right. Like, that's dumb. Badly. This is all dumb. Every, we've been doing this for three years, and it's working fine. Right. We're fine. Uh, productivity gone up. People are happy. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Who's, who is behind this? This is some old boomer somewhere who's boomer. like, you got to come in the <laughs> office. You need to show. You know, when you these are the people who say you need to walk in and uh, bring your resume and wait until, you know, someone comes out so you can give you. The, give them the, your resume and get the job on the spot. Yeah, just like, a firm handshake and eye contact. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Fuck off, boomers. Right. Go get shingles or something. Eric Yuan, uh, the CEO of uh, um, Zoom, is 53 years old. Oh, well. He was born in 70. So not quite that old. But that's still... Is that Gen X? That's Gen X, oh, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. That's- Past, well past boomers yeah oh, so okay. he's just a douche he's just got a boomer mindset then yeah all the other all the other you know tech ceos are saying you got to come to the office yeah he's got to keep up with the the zucks yeah i don't understand how, why is, <laughs> these ceos they don't have to come to the office no they don't have to do monday through friday nine to five they don't have to eight, work eight to five no they, they don't, don't work so they don't know what it's like what do they do my Plus, ma- they make they make how much? A lot, I'm sure. Like, who cares about the price of going to work and the stress and whatever? Right. Well, they can just take their private jet to wherever. To their private yacht and take their 18 weeks of vacation. Yeah. Um, so his base salary last year was $301,731, but his total compensation was $1.1 million. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, but it says Zoom CEO to take 98% pay cut amid layoffs. I don't know when that was mm-hmm. published, but anyway, my manager at my job, she has not made us come back to the office, thankfully. The um, My company made it up to like the individual departments and she was just like, no, we're not coming back. I don't want to come back. Why would I want to come back? Yeah. So I can sit in an office with people that like will distract me and prevent me from doing work? No way. I feel companies should be more than happy to not have to rent as much space. Right. Should be saving them millions of dollars. And they're going to save tens of dollars just on toilet paper every year. <laughs> and they're half, they, half plied toilet paper. And that they cut buy. that Aramark uh, contract for the uh, cafeteria. 
That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so Google, Salesforce, and Amazon are among major companies that have also stepped up their return to office policies despite a backlash from some employees. Some? Who are some? All employees. It's got to be all employees, right? I don't know. There's probably like sad Tina who's like, oh, I don't have friends and it's hard to make friends because being adult, adulting is hard. Yes. Yeah. I need to be in the office where I can see people and make friends. The lady that's like, uh, when new employees start, she's like, well, everybody around here just calls me mom, so you can call me mom. <laughs> and then you're just like, don't call her mom. No one calls her that. She likes doing icebreakers. <laughs> yeah. Trying to organize a karaoke night. Mm, I like our little potlucks. No. You know, we're like a family here. Uh, similarly to Zoom, many companies are asking their employees to show up to the office only part time as hybrid work shapes up to be the lasting legacy of the pandemic. Well, hybrid work is better than full time office. That's true. And it's more flexible and that's nice. But shitting your pants is better than shitting your pants with diarrhea. Both are not <laughs> optimal. <laughs> Correct. Especially if you do it twice a week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I So part of me does appreciate um, if there is... If there is, is something that's really important or that requires a lot of um, creativity and mental effort to resolve, and you have to get it resolved right now, I think that... An in-person meeting is good. Mm -hmm. Just as I think talking about relationships with your partner is better in person than it is over the phone or over text, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. I think there are some things that, you, that are better to get done in person. But sure. these should be emergencies. You have to come to the office. The office yeah. that your company should pay for you to come to the office. Planned. You, you can have, have like a convention. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, a full staff meeting. Definitely should be online. But if I'm like trying to like do group lesson planning or something like that, it would be easier in the room together. Right. Yeah. It's more collaborative that yeah, way. Yeah. You know that everyone's paying attention. And if they're not, you know that they've stepped out and you know not to expect a response from them or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But overall, And you can tell when they're just fucking off. So Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. Uh since January, the average weekly office occupancy rate in ten major US cities is hovering around 50%. I thought, because in 2020, they were talking about rent perhaps plummeting in big cities because people didn't you know, have that's to live what this there is. anymore. That's what this is. This is being pushed by landlords. Yeah? Like, well, not making any money. We got to push people to go back to work. We're going to lobby for it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Let's call the Zucks. <laughs> get them in there. Yeah. So... They should get some consultants figure out. I'm sure they have plenty of consultants. Do they work from the office? Speaking of consultants. Uh-huh. Great transition there. Thank you. I didn't even consult you on it. The Australian government Oy. has hired a consultant to consult with on how to best deal with other consultants. Hmm. Consultant consultancy. This is fine. Okay. It's the Department of Redundancy Department. It's automatic ATM machine. <laughs> which by the way they've cut down on so many tellers at banks now because they want to use to the want you to use the atm hmm. there was a um a chase bank in mm -hmm. downtown milan michigan where i used to live 
and they the branch decided to get rid of all of their tellers and just put machines in and there was one person in the front mm-hmm. there were like mortgage people there still like loan people yeah there was like one person there in the front that could like answer questions but everything was done with the atm machine well it closed because no one wanted to deal with that oh. they should have hired some listeners yeah instead of just tellers <laughs> like l orions <laughs> Because they were just telling them, you don't need any people here. Oh, right. If they had a listener, they'd know that people didn't want that. Yeah. Because why have a building? Just put an ATM on the street. Right. Exactly. On the side of the wall. Yeah. Like I said, it's gone now. Because nobody wanted to go there anymore. Because why would you go to, why would you rent a place in a downtown little town when they could just go to any little drive up ATM in the corner of wherever? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you go to the corner ATM, they're going to charge you like $18 convenience fee for your uh, usage of their ATM. Everything's so awful. So I sent you guys, it was an old, it was a, a, um, a news, like a, a news story mm-hmm. on the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell have I been trying to say here? On a TV station, like a mm-hmm. news channel, not a mm-hmm. news channel, a TV station, local news. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jesus, that took me forever to get out. Mm-hmm. It was about the Olive Garden. And the Olive Garden was like new. This is in 1988. Mm-hmm. And the Olive Garden was new. And they were talking about how cool it was and how open it was and how like authentic the food was or whatever. And that's fine, whatever. Um, but the Taste of Italy, which is like three things. I forget what the three things are. It's like lasagna, mm-hmm. manicotti, and your mom's meatball. Sure. And back in 1988, it was $10.50. Oh, I got one better for you. Okay, but let me finish my first. I'm going to put a pin in it. (laughs) Put a pin in it. Now that Uh Taste of Italy is like $22, Mm -hmm. right? It's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. It's double what it was in 1988. I looked up. There's an inflation calculator online. I looked up. That should be $27 now. Based on inflation from 1988 until now, that should be a lot more expensive than it is. I thought $22. Two dollars, whatever. That's ridiculous to pay. But it is. It's still ridiculous. That's way too. It's fucking pasta. Do you know pasta? It's flour and not even egg because they have to, you know, keep it. It's flour and water. Well, in 1988, apparently the Olive Garden made their pasta in house. Oh, did they? And they don't anymore. Wow. So we have had to suffer for the through the inflation, but with like a reduction in quality. Inflation and reduction in quality. Yeah. Exactly. So we're looking at, like I said, going to New York next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my daughter's very interested in going to the top of the Empire State Building. Younger or older? Uh, younger. Okay. Uh, she wants to see you know, the view and all that kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the first time I went to New York, we went to the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah. And I still got my ticket. Okay. Because they give you a little ticket and had a little Empire State Building on it. Yeah. And this uh, was in what year? 1999. Okay. So 24 years ago. 24 years ago. Uh, the price, because all you do is you get on an elevator and they take you up to the top and you get the view. Yeah. And it cost you $4. Yeah. $4 was what it cost in 1988. Per person. For, for a adult-sized human. Okay. To take the elevator to the top of the Empire State Building. Right. Uh, today, I feel that is still a fair price. $4. Because you're just riding an elevator. Right. You're in the elevator for 45 seconds. Sure. $4, I think, reasonable. Yeah. The cost currently to go to the top of the Empire State Building is $44. $44? Per person. Jesus. So for us to take her to the top of the Empire State Building, 
because well she gets a little discount because she's a child uh will cost us 126 dollars no thank you that's bullshit you know why it's because these all these top floors of these buildings have been purchased by these like entertainment experience companies Mm -hmm. and uh my daughter and i went to the top of the hancock building Mm -hmm. which is now just an address how much is it called hancock i it was like 25 a person or something that's also ridiculous also ridiculous just to ride an elevator yeah well the hancock's taller than empire state is how much is the stairs I don't know. I'm not taking the fucking stairs. Are you taking oh, the, fucking I'll take stairs? the fucking stairs? Really? For free? I'll, I'll do it just to cheat them out of their $130. The the $130 is not for the elevator ride. The $130 is to exist in a space that is exceptional. And I, and I agree with you that it's dumb, but it's not to get up there. It's to be that, there. That building is almost 100 years old. And I would not call it exceptional. They're trying to upsell you on a bunch of extra stuff. At the Hancock building, there's this whole like oh, yeah, the, leaning out of the side of the building experience or whatever. So the, the Empire State Building has two observation decks. Okay. Uh, that for, for a long time, the top one on the 102nd floor was not open. Okay. You could only go to the 86th floor one. Okay. And that's where everyone went to. Uh, and recently they've renovated and reopened it originally way up there they were like they had this idea that they could tether dirigibles like big blimps oh. and like people could get off the blimp by walking across a, a wooden thing <laughs> the 20s were a wild 100 time. 100 feet off of the, the 30s when was it finished uh, uh, it was finished in the 30s yeah um so so now you can get tickets to both and that's like an additional like $25 per person. Okay. Like there are too many rich people. We we should eat them all. <laughs> it should not cost $100 plus for three people to go to the top of a building. Completely agree. So if people stopped going, they would lower the price or they would shut it down. Are you guys going? I don't want to go. But sounds like you're going. <laughs> I took my child, and I don't. I don't participate in experiences like that. But mm-hmm. I took my child because that's she really wanted to go. We for four dollars cheaper, we can go to the top of the Rockefeller Center building. Oh well, then then, you... then we can see the Empire State Building. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. There is a um, a rest bar and restaurant called the Signature Room on the ninety fifth mm-hmm. uh, at the top of the Hancock Building mm. that you can make reservations and just have dinner next to a window where you mm-hmm. can see everything. But it's how much do they charge you to get to the top of that one? It's free, but the food is way overpriced. Oh, so so can I take it to the restaurant and then take the stairs up one? They won't let you into the restaurant unless you have reservations. I can get a reservation. Okay, then good. I scam it. Scam get it. Scam all of the systems. Yeah, I'm sure they have a way around. Fuck the all scammers. these corporations. Yeah. Well, where are we with this the thing and the thing? Uh, some Australians have criticized the Federal Finance Department after it hired an ethics consultant hmm. for advice about handling ties with PwC Australia and Sync. Sync? Fine. Sync? S-C-Y-N-E. Sync. An entity focused on government services that the consulting giant spun off after a tax information leak scandal. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that I don't even know what you just said. Yeah, cool. It's like outsourcing your conscience, said Senator Barbara Pocock 
a member of the left-wing Greens, who has just been at the forefront of efforts to curb the use of consultants in public service. Just imagine a bureaucrat in the Department of Finance saying, we need to hire consultants to advise us on how to hire consultants. <laughs> Pocock said. Sorry, over there they do impressions of uh, Vic- Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. <laughs> She did a good um, job on that impression, though. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. It's That sounded like a South African Miss Piggy is what it sounded like. <laughs> oh, man. I, um, Logan, in front of the show and I have talked mm-hmm. about this. Consultant is the job to have. If you're a consultant, you don't work full time. You don't work at a company. You come in, you tell the company what they should do, and then you leave. So you just give them ideas and then you don't have to implement the ideas. You just go home and then they do it or they don't, but they pay, you've already been paid your money. So whatever. True. But you're probably the first person to get cut because they can fire you without having to actually count anyone as laid off. Yes, definitely. But you're, you're a consultant, but you're not actually, you're not an employee of the Australian government in this case. You're an employee of your own company. That's true. And they hire you in to they consult. cancel the contract. The uh, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking more, um, what's the word? Where they hire temp workers. Oh. Or like contractors? Contractor. That's yeah. the word. Not consultant. Contractor. Right. That's what I'm thinking. So um, the company that I worked for, without giving too much away, was, okay, so I'm a contractor at this company, right? Mm-hmm. And then eventually there was a department within the company that I worked for that was responsible for managing the contractors, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually that got too expensive or too difficult or there were some problems so they outsourced the management of the contractors to a separate company <laughs> so they got a contractor to manage the contractors yes do they get a consultant to consult on that i'm sure they had a, a project manager to implement the, you know they probably had the business meeting at the olive garden i'll bet they did yeah taste of italy free Wrote it off unlimited breadsticks and salad mm. which haven't changed apparently i'm sure they insisted to pay by the stick <laughs> Finance Minister Katie Gallagher said that the department had hired Simon Longstaff, um, which I believe that's a porn star. (laughs) No, I think you're thinking Seaman Longstaff. Oh, okay. This is a renowned philosopher and chief executive of the Ethics Center, a not-for-profit organization. The Finance Department said in an email that the contract was worth $32,000 Australian dollars, or nearly $21,000 U.S. dollars. Or nearly 75000 crocodiles. Or nearly four rides up the Empire State Building. Or 17,000 injections um, for um, chlamydia treatment for koalas. Or uh, one second of winning the lottery last night. Oh, yeah. That would have been nice. He's a fucking Florida person. How much meth can you buy for $1.5 billion? <laughs> so much that no one in Florida could have teeth. <laughs> they don't anyway. <laughs> as long as the gators do. <laughs> Unless so you got a meth gator. <laughs> or I guess a cocaine gator. Yeah. Without the teeth, you mean. Yeah. Critics say it is another example of bureaucratic bloat that the finance department said in an email that the contract was worth 32000 Australian dollars or nearly $21,000. That sounds like what you just said. Uh, it's very similar. Very repetitive there, Australia. Yeah. Well, that's 
that was their consultant coming in and saying that. Again. <laughs> He's like, you got to add that part I want to just want to put a uh, put a finer point on this. Yeah. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. People have gone without our advice for too long. It's been over a month since we <laughs> offered advice. It almost a month exactly. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, we're so wise. They Just need a couple us. of wise guys. <laughs> hey, I'm Baden here. Someone could call us two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> I'm not going to pump anyone up. Do you think our new intern understands that reference, or is he? No, he's too young for that. Because I've only met him a couple of times, but he's too young for that. But when I was a, a uh, when I was even a kid, I was watching mm-hmm. SNL reruns that were before my time. I never watched SNL reruns. Because that's before my time, honestly. Yeah. Like, I know that from, like, a clip show yeah. of SNL, but never from seeing it. Uh, I think uh, Dana Carvey maybe did a guest host or something where they did that. The two wild and crazy guys. Oh, no, that no, was, no sorry. Uh, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the pump and, you up uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, the two wild and crazy guys. Are oh, yeah. Martin. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that I've only seen on a clip show. Right. So I've so I didn't see it live, obviously, because I was not not alive yet. Yeah, yeah. Even though I'm pushing forty, <laughs> um, I did see it when when I'd go home from uh, school. Um, I would turn on Comedy Central, and there'd be like I think an hour or two of SNL reruns I'd watch. Do you think he knows the? Uh, uh, oh, what's her nuts? <laughs> Kate McKinnon, uh, alien abductee. Oh, do you think? I think yeah. So that was we're pretty recent. That's like five years ago. We were at a uh, an event with some uh, friends talking about the aliens, and I said, "Hey, have you seen the Kate McKinnon?" I had not seen. I was like, "Oh, really?" I was oh. like, "You need to look it up." I almost wanted to like do it right then and there because yeah, it's just it's so, so funny. Yeah, but I didn't. I just said, right. "No, you got to look it up." Kate McKinnon, you know, she's <laughs> definitely off the books. And Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> and a few other people. Yeah. They've done it a number of times. Possibly one of my favorite things that she ever did. I think so, too. One of my favorite SNL skits of all time. Because mm-hmm. it always looks like she's a brat to break, too. Yeah. But but it's just like part of her character. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. So go look it up. So Jason. Uh-huh. I've got a question for you. Yes. How do I tell people that I don't drink alcohol at all ever without being awkward whenever someone urges me to drink in, in social gatherings? Just say no thanks. Yeah. No, thanks. You don't have to yeah. give anyone a reason. Let's role play a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, man, do you want a drink? Oh, no, I got a drink here. What is it? I don't know. It's something good. Oh, like what's, is it vodka or like tequila or what's in it, bro? I don't know what's in it. Because I, I didn't even see you like pour a drink. Is it alcohol? Why, why are you so obsessed with me? I just want to make sure you're having a good time. Bro. I'm having a great time. Are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. What are you having? If you're not having a good time, then I don't. Oh, no, I'm I having a great time. A time. You know what we should do? I just do? want to make sure you're comfortable. Do we have snacks? Let's get Taco Bell. Let's do it. <laughs> See, I um I Crisis like to averted. use uh I like to use silence on people. If I, they keep asking questions that I don't want to answer, I just don't answer. Mm. It's nice. Jeff. Yes. Why do I mentally feel twenty one when I'm thirty three? Male. See, wasn't that so awkward for you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, because you're immature. Jason, why do people still spend a lot on eating out food, even when they're broke? I mean, if the food is enjoying it, you know. (laughs) As long as they're they're two consenting, uh, you know, meals. Yeah. 
Jeff, how do you deal with all gender bathrooms at work? Uh, pee at home. Jason, what is your girlfriend decided to stop shaving everything? Buy a machete. Jeff, should I? <laughs> I think your wife would be upset. Uh, Jeff, should I? <laughs> but my new one won't be. Uh, Jeff, should I tell someone that they're being cheated on? Oh, yeah, probably. Is bro, Jason, bro, is bro the new dude, bro? No, I think dude is the old bro. Dude, dude is coming back. Yeah, I mean, bro, I think, was around before dude. I went school shopping with my child, uh-huh. who is almost 10. Uh-huh. And How many times were you bro? Guess what the look is. 90s. High-waisted jeans with, like, you know, holes. Y2K. Y2K. Yeah. Mm. Y2K, but what happened to late 90s? High waisted jeans. That was that was a few years ago. No, Y2K was low waisted jeans. High waisted jeans was like the mid 90s. So it's Y2K aesthetic. High waisted baggy pants go all the way to the ground. Salt stains forever, mm-hmm. and like little the the pants come up so high that you can wear like a shorter shirt. So it's mm. a crop top, but it's not showing any like stomach or anything. Mm. I think they're mixing eras. You think so? Yeah. You think? <laughs> The 70s shit we were wearing in the 90s was uh, authentic 70s shit. I didn't wear 70s shit in the 90s. I, I wore 90s shit in the 90s. I did too. So. I was wearing the, the shirt, the unbuttoned shirt with the t-shirt underneath. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the time. And the pants were so baggy. I still do. Skinny jeans can fuck off. I, I'm not skinny jeans still. I'm slim fit. Nope. Fuck off that. Anything slim fit can fuck off. <laughs> this is America. Literally no one is thin. Are you saying I'm not thin? It's America. We eat easy cheese and cheese whiz. I don't eat cheese whiz. Easy cheese and cheese whiz doesn't slim fit. I already said on the show I do not eat cheese whiz. I've never eaten cheese whiz. I'll eat spam. Jason. Oh, (laughs) if you find yourself in your 16 year old body Mm -hmm. back in the year you were that age, armed with all your current memories and skills, how would you shape your life's path? So I've been I've been quantum leaped. Yeah. Into my 16-year-old self. Right. I don't have any resources. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. It's not like I can go, like, you know, invest in Bitcoin. I don't have any fucking money. Right. So nothing's going to... I would do everything I could to perfectly recreate exactly everything that's ever happened to me so I can get to this point. Because mm. I Because I would know that my daughter exists. Yeah, because you do anything. Right? You could completely change it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's ruined anyway. To... You're going to do something else. Yeah. You'll, the... you'll like... Butterfly effect. You'll like jerk off too many times and it'll mess with your... And then you get to here and you've got like two sons. Oh. It'd be completely different. I, I was going to say, what would you do as soon as you found yourself in your 16-year-old body? And jack off. <laughs> because I was probably going to do it anyway. <laughs> and so I might as well just keep with the timeline, you know? <laughs> It's for consistency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to jerk for consistency. Yeah. But if so, there's there, there should be a movie about this. It would be really good if there hasn't been already. Maybe this is that Justin Timberlake movie. What was that called? Time, no. Timescape or something? What? That's wrong. That's wrong. Justin Timberlake movie? <laughs> is this when he went back in time and he brought sexy back? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, he had Where a movie. did it go? He had a movie. I forget. Anyway, someone should uh, tell us. Jeff. No, wait, but I want to talk about this first. Oh. So there should be a movie about this. Like going into your 16-year-old body mm-hmm. and it'd be like, ground, not Groundhog Day, but you have as many chances as you could to get it right, so to speak, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you go back. Um, the movie starts with a 16-year-old jerking off. I don't know why <laughs> that is, but that's what 16-year-olds do. So then you start from there 
and then you try to recreate exactly everything that's happened to get back to you, like, or to like create your perfect life. And at any point, you can press a button and go back and start at that original jack off mm. sequence. I thought it would be where if you went, did something wrong, it just was like, eh, and then like you exploded and found yourself back. Yeah. And so, so like, is... literally everything you did, it'd be like 33 minutes of like you just taking a breath. Eh, oh, yeah, eh, wrong breath. Yeah. Eh, Shouldn't have turned left there. The choose your own adventure. And so after like 33 of years of just repeating the first five seconds, you make it like a full minute. Yeah. So. Boy, that's a lot. It'd be like a human version of mist. This became less serious than I wanted it to because I, I said the jacking off thing as a joke in the beginning. Oh, you want it more serious? But no, I think sorry. it would be a good a good movie concept to have this j just to have, you know, everything you know now. So you choose a life that's like you want to be rich and so you invest in like Apple or Google or whatever mm. stock um, or you try to prevent 9-11 or whatever bullshit or then you just eventually the end of the movie is you try to just get back to what your life was originally you try mm. every, uh, everything you can but you just can't get there and every time you kill yourself you come back to that original spot too didn't they do that in, in two or three arc episode of Voyager yes the guy who kept trying to change time to bring his wife back Yes, and the only, did, only way it worked was it blew up the whole ship in the, the year end. of hell parts one yeah. and two. Yeah, it's a good episode. I really great, liked it. It and it had Red Foreman in it. It did. He was putting a foot up Janeway's ass, <laughs> non consensually. Oh, Jeff, why are Americans so obese with perfect teeth? <laughs> I think that word is obsessed. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it still applies. My question is much funnier. Definitely so still applies. Why are Americans so obsessed with perfect teeth? I don't know, because they look nice. I don't want to look at somebody's busted-ass grill. Bit gross, isn't it? <laughs> Jason, uh -huh. my friend slept next to me last night, and I liked it. How weird would it be to ask him to do it again? <laughs> like, what do you mean you liked it? Like, you appreciated having a friend near? Or, like, you know, you want to rub Dugan's? <laughs> You're touch starved. You just want to sleep next to a, a another, another warm human body. being. Yeah, yeah. like not, not that. I don't know. How does it say how old this person is? Uh, Are they like twelve or something? I don't know. It doesn't immediately yeah, say. It doesn't say. I don't That's see okay. any numbers anywhere in there. It's fine. It felt nice and comfortable. Okay. <laughs> Sure. If you want to do Please it again, Please don't ask take him. it to mean anything sexual. I assume this is these are two men. Yeah, I assume too. So, uh yeah, if you want to do it again, do it ask him again. Just be like, "Hey, listen, I don't want to make things weird, but that was nice. Do you want to do it again?" And then if he does, it's cool. And if he doesn't, he'd be like, "No." And then Jeff, how often are you supposed to buy and replace underwear? Uh as soon as they get chewed by your dog. <laughs> Jason, what's the worst part of being a man? Everything. <laughs> when Mm -hmm. the aliens okay listen to our podcast why what do you they? think they're gonna think of us <laughs> why did this go on for five years <laughs> and why isn't it stopping now isn't there someone in charge <laughs> isn't there some sort of consultant that they could have hired to tell them to stop doing this podcast do they not have sensors uh yeah surely someone should have told them to stop yeah this is the best humanity has to offer maybe they want to be on the show Oh, they can be on the show. Yeah. I can have an alien on the show. What was your first intergalactic concert? Do you think that um, I have an ice cube um, like maker that is in the shape of an alien head that my sister 
got from like a liquor bottle maybe mm-hmm. um now that their aliens are real is that appropriation <laughs> is that could be is that going to be the new like giant intergalactic question mark on that one ah Couldn't good tell you. great tell you. because the james webb space telescope uh-huh the jwst yeah continues to provide answers about the earliest days of the universe but it's also discovering more questions question marks to be precise ah the jwst team at the european space agency or the esa released an image offering the most detailed look yet at two actively forming young stars that is really cool youths actively forming meaning actively forming millions of years ago however many light years away it is right it would seem yeah yeah so, so I mean, I guess they're like, actively no. formed. Now, now they are not youths; they are adolescents. Yes, yeah. All the planets in their solar system are crunchy. The Republicans would still marry them. <laughs> Located one thousand four hundred seventy light years from Earth. Oh, that's not that far then. In the Vela constellation. So in, actually, they would be still youths. Yeah, yeah, probably fourteen hundred years. In the image, the stars named Herbig Haro forty six. 46 slash 47 are surrounded by a disk of material that feeds the stars as they over as they something over millions of years as in her big brown eyes <laughs> you my brown eyed star uh just <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just below those stars that was that was not it came out of my mouth, <laughs> and then it changed form as soon as it came out. Uh, just, be- uh, But just below those stars, in the background of the stunning deep space image, is an object resembling a giant cosmic question mark. Is the universe asking us something? I've seen the picture. Literally looks like a question mark. No one's asking anyone anything. It's kind of cool. I definitely think it's cool. Yeah. But shut up. It means nothing. It means it's nothing. just an, yeah, it's just, an anomaly, so to, stay, yeah. so to speak. I mean, a question mark is just a random squiggle. Yeah. That we decided means, huh? It's unclear exactly what the question mark shaped object might be, but its color and shape give us some idea. It's, oh, wait, well, it's the European Space Agency. It's not a country per se. No. So I don't what know. What is our standard European accent? Is it? We don't have a standard European okay. accent. We always just, it's England or, you know, I don't know, maybe Germany sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a distant galaxy or potentially intergalactic galaxies. Their interactions may have caused the distorted question mark shape, said representative of the Space Telescope Science Institute. Do they have question marks in Europe even? (laughs) Yeah. They do the upside down one and so the regular one. (laughs) So is this an upside down question mark or a right side up one? Depends on which way you're. If you are in the southern hemisphere, it's different. According to STSI, the object's red color in the JWST image tells scientists that the object, whatever it may be, is quite distant. Even more exciting, this might be the first time astronomers have seen the cosmic question mark. Mm. The first time anyone has ever seen it. Indeed. I mean, they're doing all sorts of crazy things. Anyone's brown-eyed star. They've got a they've got a map of the the universe or maybe the galaxy. I don't know which. Uh, that was built off of not looking at the universe. They used neutrinos. That's cool. 
feel like we've made a lot of uh, scientific discoveries in the last few months, right? So apparently to see, so new, so, so apparently the, the sun emits the neutrinos. Okay. But they, they just go through everything. Yeah. Just like straight through. And uh, in order to see it, you need something that's like super see-through, which makes no sense. <laughs> but you need something that's like super... Like, like a window? <laughs> even more see-through than that. Oh. Um, and they're like, well, we can't, we can't build that. But then apparently glacial ice in Antarctica... Like when it compresses down, uh, it it does the job, and so they put these like drilled all these holes and put these sensors because when the neutrino goes through something, it like emits a little thing of light. Yeah, and so they're able to use that to to see the neutrinos. And be like, hey, hey, we did it! But then they had to figure out which ones were from like the sun and which one were for like the universe. Oh, so they had to figure out how to like process those out. Do neutrinos travel at the speed of light? Apparently. Okay. So. It's crazy. That's cool. I don't understand how they did it, but they did, did it. Didn't so. they just didn't they just start a fusion reaction that created energy instead of Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they did. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. We've got aliens happening in the government now. We didn't talk about this in the show last week, even though I <laughs> Yeah, we did. We did we made we? fun about it. In the end? We uh, did? I don't know when we did it. We didn't but... get in depth, or maybe we didn't record it. I thought we did because I was like ranting or something. Okay. Well, that's that's normal. Maybe our fact checker can let us know. <laughs> okay, so aliens. Uh-huh. We've confirmed they exist. Um, no? Yeah. You don't think so? No. Yeah, we did talk about this because the guys like I can't I can't say I don't think it we recorded public. this part though. So like, there, there are two guys secret. that testified in Congress under oath that they And I said, "Oh, well, of course, uh, perjury like as if that matters." Yeah. Right. I mean, so they either say they're aliens or they perjured themselves. Or wait, no. They, yes. They're either lying or they're not. Yeah. So either the there's actions. aliens or they committed yeah, perjury. Exactly. Yeah. Do you remember that uh that that what is it, like pill shaped object that they saw? Oh yeah, the big uh, dookie in space. Yeah, exactly. Remember the, that? The Clinton cigar that went through the Yeah, yeah. So what was that what was that about? Oh, we did an update on that. It was just, you know. And then all of a sudden we've got nuclear fusion. No, no, it was just a, you know, it was and a now I, I heard that uh, I never would have believed this. I, I'm really sorry if we talked about this when we were recording last week. I forget. I never would have believed this unless um, the people hadn't been talking about aliens. And, and they sort of like soft launch aliens a couple of years ago they're like oh, the government was like oh yeah we've seen ufos we call them uaps but yeah you know, you know we've seen them and yeah. then they just kind of released that and they were just like yeah we'll, we'll just like we'll see how they feel about it and so they've just kind of been slowly releasing more information well now this person says that like uh the aliens may be on their way oh, okay. and they may be here by like 2027 or something and i said that was bullshit too yeah okay so that probably is bullshit right We'd um, see them. But there's a little enough. more, but would we? Because yes. we, we just had an asteroid pass between the moon and us that we didn't see until like a day before it happened. Maybe, maybe. What what will they bring? What will the aliens bring? Prosperity or despair? No, space, space smallpox. <laughs> That's what they'll bring. This this whole conversation sounds so familiar. <laughs> I don't think we were recording. Uh, well, it's okay. We'll know in six weeks when I uh, go back and listen. I hope that there are Bajorans, because I think the Bajorans are the most sexually attractive of the entire alien races. Yeah, but we're the the universe's Ferengi, so... Oh, de- oh we're definitely the Ferengi, yeah. yeah. Maybe not the Australians, but yeah, the Americans, for sure. And capitalist. The Ferengi would charge so many um, slips of gold-pressed latinum to get to the top of the Empire State Building. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. 100%. Yeah. They have, whoever this is has the lobes for business. <laughs> uh, it's unclear exactly what the question mark shape object might be. Nope, we said that. Uh, no, we said all these things. We're done. We're done. done We're done with, with this fucking one. Yeah. Fuck off with that one. Aliens. They Aliens. exist. Do you think they'll like Cheese Whiz or Easy Cheese? I think they'll really be impressed with Cheese Whiz. <laughs> you don't think Easy Cheese would be better in space? The spray cheese? Yeah. I think I think that it's more contained. I think that the spray cheese would be showing off. <laughs> if we had a choice between showing aliens cheese whiz and and easy cheese, we'd want to show them the cheese whiz because it it's just it seems so extravagant. So wait, wait, wait we show them the che- straight, straight We show them the, the cheese whiz first just to like soft launch the easy cheese. <laughs> like, hey, what do we think of this? Okay. So we've got cheese on Earth, right? Uh-huh. Aliens have no concept of cheese. They don't know what cheese is. They don't know <laughs> what cheese whiz is. Mm-hmm. They've never heard of cows or milk or anything. What cheese are we are we giving to the aliens first? Apparently cheese whiz. Cheese whiz? I, it depends that? on where, where are they coming. If they come to America, they're getting fucking Velveeta. All the aliens come to America. No, no, no. They should go to Italy first. Okay. They've got way better cheeses. Okay. Like you what, had the mozzarella over there, right? Oh, it was so good. Better the, than the anything we've buffalo? had. Oh. What is the what cheese are you giving them? The aliens, number one cheese. <laughs> Nacho cheese. <laughs> just as a reminder, you know, just subtle. You know, this is ours. Yeah. Nachos. I would give them the burrata, little mozzarella cheese stuffed with cream. Uh, put on top of a bed of um, arugula with some olive oil on top. That's what I'd give the aliens. Mm. Really show them. Like, like this is our. This is like this is our best. Mm. This is the best cheese we have in on Earth. You're gonna throw a slice of craft single at them like that cat on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Get stuck to their forehead, but they can't really reach it because their arms are too small. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Welcome to Earth. Have, on, have them on TikTok. Well, hopefully we don't throw a giant uh, wheel of Parmesan at them. That would be scary and terrifying and um, they dangerous. They seem frail from the pictures. They do, yeah. Plus Unless they're, they're Cardassians, gray. who knows? And the Cardassians? No, the Cardassians. So an Italian man mm-hmm. has been crushed to death. Oh, no. Under thousands of wheels of Parmesan-style cheese, authorities said. Oh, this is the Velveeta of Italy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parmesan style. It's home style, but not made at someone's home. Uh, Giacomo Chiaparini, 74, was buried when a shelf broke in his warehouse in the Lombardy area of Italy, said firefighter Antonian Ducey. Wow. Sorry, I should have had my glasses. Yeah. And collapse created a domino effect. Oh, no. Domino sounds um, Italian. A Domino's pizza. Where, where were the Domino's invented? I don't know, but he should have avoided the Noid. <laughs> Collapse created a domino effect, bringing down thousands of wheels, which weigh about 40 kilograms or 84 pounds each. <laughs> have you seen the video of the guy who came home from, it looks like a Kroger, with like half a wheel of cheese because they mislabeled it? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it's supposed to be like, you know, eight ninety nine a pound, but they labeled it eight ninety nine. Yeah. And she, his wife's like, what are we going to do with that? And he's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Parmesan-style cheese for life. Yep. It doesn't go bad, does it, as long as you keep it uh, I think, I mean, sealed or so in can, the right temperature or whatever? It grow, like, mold on it, but, like, you just cut that part off. Right. And you're fine. Yeah. Don't let it dry out. Yeah. 
You just got to get the biggest, uh, you know, the the thing they use at the Olive Garden mm-hmm. to give the uh, fresh <laughs> parmesan. <laughs> Say when, you know, it's just a giant. Mm-hmm. Giant rotary. Yeah. You just, uh, what is it? The Not a windmill, but a. Uh, a windmill. The one they use with water. Oh, uh, like a, a a water wheel. Yeah, what is that called? It's called a water wheel. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> what do you call that water wheel? A, a mill. It's called a yeah, mill. A right? water mill. Yeah. This is the water wheel. Yeah, exactly. And it's got a big grater, and you just constantly yeah. are grating cheese as long as the water is flowing. That's great. Uh, it took 12 hours to find Mr. Chiaparini's body. No. Oh. Some of the wheels reportedly fell about 10 meters or 33 feet, and local resident told Italian media the collapse sounded like a thunder. You know, if Mythbusters was still around, yeah, they should like do the ballistic gel, uh, or or get a pig body or whatever, yeah. and drop an 88 pound wheel of cheese oh. on to see what happens. Yeah, watch the splat. Yeah, fresh parmesan, say <laughs> when. <laughs> Uh, the economic damage, <laughs> the economic damage caused has been estimated at seven million euro. Oh, which is six million pounds. That's which is like worth uh, a lot more than that guy's life. That's like eight million dollars. Wow, that guy was worth at most ten lira. <laughs> Speaking to Italian media, a neighbor described Mr. Chiaparini as very supportive and generous. They also said he lost a child decades ago. <laughs> In another unrelated cheese incident. In a very incident. smaller, much smaller cheese incident. <laughs> it was a bunch of baby bells. It wasn't Parmesan chocolate. That was, okay, good. That was better than mine. <laughs> a little cacchio a chiaparini. <laughs> the warehouse located in Romano, sorry, Romano de Lombardia, about 50 kilometers or 30 mile, one miles east of Milan, contained a total of 25,000 wheels of gran, grana Pardano, a hard cheese which resembles Parmesan and is popular in Italy. Okay. I didn't have any Grana Pardano when I was in Italy, but now apparently I need to go because people are dying for it. <laughs> or dying from it. Oh, right. Sorry. Just, it's a crushing blow to his family. Sorry. So what did we learn today? Uh, we learned about a cheesy joke. Uh, no, we learned that... Uh, uh, I didn't update this part. Uh, we... <laughs> <laughs> we learned that Zoom wants you to go back into the office because they're a bunch of fuckers. Right. We learned that Australia is hiring consultants to consult people. Uh, we learned that the James Webb has a question. We learned that there's a new style of cheese in Italy. Yeah. And it's crushing the competition. <laughs> You'll love our Giacomo Chiapani. It's got little they, bits right They should, that. honestly, they should rename the cheese Chiaparini because that would be cool. Mm. And that's it, huh? That's it, huh? This hour's been an hour and 22 minutes. Oh, I thought it would be shorter. That's what she said. How much would you pay for Taylor Swift tickets? I Nothing. I, I hate concerts. You hate concerts. I cannot you, would not, you would not pay. You like They're, musical theater, but not concerts. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, it's It's customarily not acceptable to sing along okay yeah like i'm not paying eight hundred dollars to see taylor swift so i can hear everyone sing instead right um the venues i don't like going to the big arenas i would not want to see an arena concert again and any big concert is like that 
Um, you're too far away. It's not even like you're there. It's not even. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, in general, there's very few artists that I like enough of their music that I want to sit through an entire concert. Mm-hmm. Um, the only place that I've been okay with concerts is outdoor venues. So yeah. Pine Knob I've been to, and that's fine. Um, Which is Pine Knob again, by the way. It is. It's it is. really Pine Knob now. Yep. The, the knob has returned. Um, so how much like would I be willing to pay, uh, assuming I went to concerts? Uh, I don't know. 200 bucks. $200 per ticket? Maybe. Really? If it's someone really good. $50. $50? In- including all the fees for me. For Taylor Swift specifically. Oh. And I like Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. My daughter likes Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but um, also all the all the craziness. Like you have to like pre-register, and then they send you a code, and you might get the code or you might not. It's too inconvenient. I don't it's, care. Yeah, I don't care enough. But there's there, she is having no problem selling concert tickets. So. I can get just as good of a view with like I don't know the live concert thing you're gonna post somewhere. Yeah, we have to be in the minority on this because she's selling so many tickets. I I'm not like I said. I'm not a big artist i need to see this person sing yeah it doesn't no. i am if i like the artist i saw kt tunstall i may have told the story in the podcast saw kt tunstall um who i'd been a fan of for a decade and a half maybe mm-hmm. a long time or maybe two decades i don't know i think black horse and the cherry tree came out in like oh five or something since then mm-hmm. and uh i saw her at this this venue it was a, it was a smallish venue we we're sitting down at tables and i was like right in the front right in the center and it was incredible and i would have i think i paid 60 dollars per ticket for that and yeah. i would have paid 200 dollars for that show because it was so good mm-hmm. and the seats were so nice but you know taylor swift uh, even like John Mayer, I'm not going to pay more than $50, $60 a ticket to see him. John Mayer, $15. $15? Um, Jason Mraz, who I'm a big fan of, came to Detroit. Ten. and <laughs> uh His, it was $65. Hmm. And I waffled on whether I should spend that, even though I'm a huge fan of his. And hmm. I didn't end up going. Also, I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. She's good, but not that good. Yeah, I'm just I'm not a like. No, I don't care. I yeah. don't care enough. Also, I'm a huge Alanis Morissette fan. Alanis Morissette is my favorite artist of all time. Yeah, I I listen to her music still all the time, and I still would not pay like two three hundred dollars to sit in the front row of one of her concerts. Just I just don't. I don't know. It seems very impersonal anyway, and it also seems. Like I don't know, um, not not. Um, it's like taking advantage of, but not really taking advantage of. It just seems I don't know. Who's getting taken advantage of? You? Uh, no. It, um, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Concerts. Uh huh. Sports. Uh huh. Um, Broadway shows. Uh huh. To sit in the best seats, uh-huh. you have to be rich. There's yes. a, there's like a class system there. Yeah. And you can tell and it's who bullshit. the rich people are and who aren't, right? Because of where you're sitting. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't really want to sit in the front row with those people. You know, I wouldn't enjoy the concert sitting in the but front the thing row is, with all like those half other the time, people. I, I've sat very close at a concert. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't because we were rich. Mm-hmm. It's because like a lot of times those tickets are purchased by some company. Yeah. 
so that they can wine and dine guests. And then the concert comes around. They have no one to wine and dine, so they just give them away. Oh, okay. Someone in the office is like, I mean, that's how we went and saw that uh, when we were on uh, our trip. We went and saw a uh, baseball game. Oh, yeah, yeah, baseball game. And we were in one of these suites because they had nobody to entertain businessly. Uh, and so it was like us and five other people in this suite designed for 25 because, you know, they didn't have anyone. So they just gave the tickets away to us, you know, poor people. Yeah. So I would actually like to sit behind the plate at a baseball game. I think that'd be fun. But the tickets are so expensive that yeah. I just don't want to. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's all. Just wanted to complain at the end of the show here. I mean, sometimes uh, I'm like, so I do the Broadway stuff, right? Yeah. Those center front tickets are like $500 a ticket crazy just to see a play and no no thank you that's that's way too expensive i've only done that like once and it was because uh i can't remember which show it was it was either the show where we saw glenn close like famous actress glenn close doing sunset boulevard which is like and you were pretty near her we we were we were glenn close that's how close we were uh, it was either that or when we saw the Music Man with Sutton Foster and uh, uh, Wolverine. What the fuck is his name? Wolverine. I don't know his fucking name. Hugh Jackman. Are you talking about Hugh Jackman? Yes. 